Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Drunk Discussions Podcast. We are live, episode 33. Uh, you guys can find us live on Drunk Discussions uh, Twitch channel. Just type in Drunk Discussions, you'll find us. Uh, so this is our third live episode. Today, I am joined with Logan and Paul, as always. Uh, with that all being said, let's talk about what we're drinking on tonight. Paul, what are you drinking on, buddy? It looks fancy behind you. It is something fancy. I have uh, the Heritage Collection 17-year Heaven Hill. <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. That's it's um, fantastic. It's what, like a $20 bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. We'll just say that. It's a lot. If you're interested, just look it up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is it good? It's the best bourbon I've ever had. Without a yeah. doubt. What you there, drinking on? There's nothing comparison to it. No comparison to it. No comparison. What you drinking on, Logan? Mushroom Man? Uh, so I'm doing Angel's Envy again. I think I did. I don't know if that was what I did last week, but dude, I'm just loving this stuff. It's not the best that I've ever had, but it's so smooth considering the proof. I, yeah, I, know, I really like it. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the aftertaste is mm. terrible. No, don't like it. That's why you drink for me. I drink more it. of it. You don't worry about how bad it tastes. I'm drinking um, two things. I'm drinking Funky Buddha seltzers because I'm still on a seltzer kick. Uh, but I also picked up something that we are going to be talking about today. Uh, Mitra. Mitra 9. Uh, look, I love it. It is Kratom. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of Kratom, it's a uh, it's non-alcoholic. But I'll tell you what, the amount of focus, it's, it does a bunch of things for you. And I'll talk about the effects and all that fun stuff later. But uh, it is delicious. Uh, if any sponsors out there do Kratom, we'll do it. I'll do I don't it on think you can, can you? Isn't no, it like in the same regu- regulations as like tobacco? Doesn't the Kratom make you crap them though? What? Yeah, doesn't it make you shit? I'm pretty sure it makes you shit. We'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like everything makes me shit. You know, Wait, I... is that what you spilled over your 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 mouse pad? No, I spilled oh. funky Buddha all over my keyboard. So now, oh. it, and it was like half a beer accidentally spilled into my keyboard. I had to drain it. And uh, yeah, now my keyboard smells like a funky Buddha, which is not a good sentence to say. Uh, but with all that being said, I do believe it is time to roll that in. What happened was we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion and then he burned the bacon. We talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Here's Gerald. <laughs> everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. Dude, tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Discussions. And we're back. Uh, yeah, so Kratom. I went to a vape shop to go pick up, uh, well, Kratom. And uh, they had it there. I bought four cans of it, and I tried one of them this morning. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be, it. it's unregulated, by the way. So it's unregulated. It's not banned. Uh, there might be some bans working out on it, like other countries have. Um, but it, it, it's Kratom is, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, Kratom is a tropical evergreen tree. It's found in Southeast Asia. It's native to Thailand. Um, so it's, it's got a whole bunch of street names for it, uh, which is always cool to have, you know, drugs. I have to ask, what are the street names? Do you have any of them? 
Yeah, yeah. So Bikbik or Bayak, Bayak, which is the common name in Thailand. There's Tain, Crypt, Krypton, Kratom, Crack, Crackum, <laughs> Thom, uh, Ketum, and a bunch of other fucking names that Mambog, which I don't, I don't know if I drink anything called Mambog. Oh, another subscriber. Welcome. Uh, so yeah. So how is Kratom used? The leaves of Kratom are consumed either by chewing, drying, or smoking, put into capsules, tablets, bulk liquids, or extract. I can just tell you this. I've had one this morning and it is, it's a body buzz, kind of like a, a cool little body high, but it's not mentally impeding in any way. I did notice a, um, just direct focus, the pain in my body. Like usually when I wake up, I'm a little sore from like the workout two days prior or whatever. It's gone. Um, this stuff is. So it's like really good. a fat J, but like indica, oh, not sativa. It it actually it activates the same opioid receptors in your brain as like well, okay, so it interacts with the opioid receptors kind of like other opioids would. So it's like sedation oh. ish. There's different so, types. Can too. you use this to wean off of opioids then? They do use it as that. Um, so really? some of the uses for it. Um, let's see. Is it illegal? No. Uh, there's some states that have some regulations on it. Where I'm at isn't one of them. But yeah, they use it for uh, helping with opioid addiction. Um, it opens up. Uh, let's see. It's primary mitrogynine pharmacologic block. I can't fucking pronounce medical words. I'm not a doctor. Um, stimulation at postsynaptic alpha two adrenic receptors, so adrenaline type of stuff, I guess. Hydrotropic thymine. I, I'm I'm gonna fuck up all of these words. It doesn't matter. Anyways, it lasts about an hour. Um, so it's almost like a cup of coffee. A lot of energy. It'd probably be a great pre workout even. Really. It's banned, uh, I feel, in, or not banned, but illegal in six states. Really? See, Alabama, I feel like they always Arkansas, ban shit Indiana. that is like able to help people. Why is that? It's like, oh, this can actually have some medicinal purposes to help people. Let's ban it. Well, it's classified I mean, as a kappa opo opioid receptor uh, and is roughly 13 times more point, uh, potent than morphine. Potent, potent than morphine. <laughs> yeah. Sad the dyslexic kid has to help you. Yeah. Hey, Paul, uh, Mr. L is in chat saying hello. Hi, Mr. L. <laughs> Mr. Already, L. It's, it's, it's my sister dad. I was like, hey, um, hello. Um, stimulant effects manifest as in, uh, increased alertness, boosted physical energy, talk, talkativeness, and more social behavior. So for all of the people that are uh, introverts, it may be good for them. Could be a good uh, little pick me up before you go to the bar. I don't know if you're supposed to drink and have this in your system at the same time. Uh, I don't know if there's studies, but uh, we're so gonna your find drink out. is not alcoholic. Yes, it's non-alcoholic, or and you're mixing them. Well, I so suppose Connery so. might black out on camera tonight. Is what I'm hearing. No, that won't happen. That won't happen. Uh, the DEA states the drug abuse surveys have not monitored kratom use or abuse in the U.S., so its true demographic extent of use, abuse, addiction, or toxicity is not known. However, as reported by the DEA in 2016, there were 660 calls to U.S. poison centers related to kratom exposure. Uh, so you can, like, poison yourself or OD on it or no? 
Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. So is Kratom deadly? In November 2017 and February 2018, the FDA issued a public health advisory about deadly risks associated with Kratom. There have been at least 44 reports of Kratom-related deaths, sometimes wow. used in combination with other illicit drugs, prescription drugs, or over-the-counter agents. Um, let's see. There was 44 reported deaths. However, um, it looks like it had no historical or talk talks. Uh, toxicologic. I can't. I'm. Am I stroking? Toxicology. Out? Maybe I shouldn't drink this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Set it aside. You're done. You're cut off. Uh, but they were mixing shit. Is what it looks like. They're making like designer drugs out of it. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's I've... like it can cause loss of appetite, psychosis, weight loss, hallucination, hypothyroidism, insomnia, liver damage. This is more and more not sounding like a good idea, guys. Go away. Are you just is there a ghost some, in your room? Maybe no, some heart attacks or, you know. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, was that George again? You've been talking about Georgie. Since Tuesday. That's when you got the Kratom, right? Yeah, it looks like. Uh, so, no, I bought them yesterday. You said you went into a vape shop. And I've definitely, now that George? you've talked about it, I've seen it in vape stores, like in the, it's like a powdery substance in crates. And they like sell it, and I've noticed that there has been some kratom cafes popping up. Um, so I mean, obviously there's a, a want and a need for it, but I guess you know there should probably be some regulation on it if people are dying from it. Uh, uh, well, it says not for use by persons under the age of eighteen or pregnant or breastfeeding women. Sorry, honey. Uh, do not combine with alcohol. No, you did not uh, let her drink that. No, I didn't. I would never. Okay. I don't. I, she's allowed to have unseasoned chicken and rice. Um, Didn't she have a glass of wine though? Not that long ago. She's had one glass of wine since she's been pregnant. She drinks the uh, Fye. It's a non-alcoholic wine that's pretty garbage. Um, <laughs> it tastes it like shit. Makes her feel like she belongs. So we, that's why we get it. Um, apparently, you should not drink with it. So did you already kill the can? I've already killed three beers, and I'm halfway done with this can. And yeah. Don't finish the can. Don't yeah, finish don't, the can. Uh, no, I'm not going to finish the can. Yeah, he's so About that sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, let's cancel that. No, this stuff is really good. What's um, it taste like? Uh, so this is sparkling dragon fruit. It's uh, got zero Ooh. calories. I can you see like how. Um, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. They'll stain your face. I'll tell you that. That stuff oh. is... Very red. How many calls went to the poison control center again? How many was it? Six hundred. Um, it was yeah, six hundred. Apparently, though, there was in two thousand and nineteen a case study done on four hundred and four cases of liver damage um, oh. <laughs> associated with it. Um, but out of eight of the cases, which occurred between two thousand seven and two thousand seventeen, only eight out of four hundred and four were realistically related to that. Uh, five patients had jaundice, yellowing of the skin. Six had itching, five had abdominal pain, and three had a fever. Six patients were hospitalized. Did you read I mean, the comment? Did you? What about the pros and cons of medical meth? Uh, <laughs> I, it might be a serious comment, but I'm, I'm just going to say 600 calls, 400 cases. How does that stand up to 99,000 alcohol-related deaths annually? It doesn't. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's... And, and I, you know... I get why we should regulate these things, and I do think that safety is a big concern, but also 
grown people are gonna make mistakes and uh freedom i don't know i mean there's certainly some things but if you look at countries you know what i'm gonna go off on a tangent i'm done so kratom um (laughs) i mean i thought you were gonna go like with weed where no one's died from that and we regulate the shit out of that or it's a scheduled one drug but it is what it is no i mean i'm just i don't know i making things illegal doesn't ever seem to help for the most part i think i think regulation is the way to go um or taxation and and psych it's it is illegal in six states already so you have to take that into account but alabama arkansas indiana rhode island vermont and wisconsin that's really yeah wisconsin out of all that that threw that threw me for a loop it's like if there's one place if there's one place i'm gonna be doped up on kratom it's at wisconsin wisconsin because it's cold or cheese i'm lactose intolerant uh i do notice a uh a a, a suppression of hunger so that's definitely one of the side effects because when i had one this morning i wasn't hungry and i wasn't hungry for like five hours or normally i have to eat every two hours so i could see the weight loss effects of this and do you feel like energetic at all when you drink it like right now i could probably go run a good five miles so you're drinking liquid cocaine cool yeah i feel fucking great right now um so good it's also uh isn't that also a side effect of caffeine yes yeah yes it is so i mean but i like the idea of like you know causing some crazy like you know suppression of hunger because i mean i need that i I, right i'm craving right now as a taco 12 pack (laughs) i do remember (laughs) though in college i was taking um ritalin which is like a a lesser form of adderall and it does kind of have that hyper focused effect to it i feel very um wide-eyed and bushy-tailed right now like i could i could do stuff right now I, i i'm i'm very talkative i feel i feel phenomenal um ready to discuss some some drunk discussions huh yeah, with all that being said, let's definitely we we didn't say take a drink, so everyone take a drink and thank you for all of our uh listeners and um viewers. Uh but yeah, that was that was Kratom. The it's cool shit, you know. Um a lot of people are picking up sponsors from it and like Logan said, there is um like Kratom cafes popping up where they're doing um like Paul. Yeah, oh, you said that Paul? Yeah, I did. It's okay. It's fine. Don't hurt my feelings. No, but Logan's just relevant. And then um yeah, on today's episode of Florida Man. Florida Man. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of on par, though, with like the same people that are doing Kratom is the same people that are like at hookah bars or kombucha freaks, you know, that eat, eat and drink the fermented juice. Sense why vape stores are selling it. <laughs> it does. It was right next to the, the pipes. And then, I mean, vape stores, I feel like they get away with a lot. Like they'll have, you know, knock off thc bags and they'll have you know knock off you know tobacco why not kratom i mean they feel like they have some type of a loophole or the way they do it there is a loophole in their packaging so makes it sense definitely does um so i think if you have smoked weed or you're familiar with modern day weed uh, as far as like cbd or um you know delta eight nine and ten right ten being a like hybrid um, they sell that at the vape shops. You don't need a license because it's technically uh, falls under the federal regulation of the amount of THC inside of a product. So they can legally sell 
true THC like edibles and yeah. stuff like that there. It just has to be under a certain amount, which is cool Crazy to see. To me. I'm excited to see where that type of stuff goes. I think I think it has a lot of medical benefits to it, you know, helps with anxiety, depression, um, getting over opioids. A lot of people that were, say, crackheads, meth heads, they started smoking weed and they they left all that out. Alcoholics use it for recovery. I mean, there's there's it, I feel like weed is one of those things that shouldn't be as heavily regulated as it is or and- I feel like that's why it's such a hot topic, and that's why this kratom very well might follow suit. Um, you know, our government likes to say no to a lot of things, and especially when the people themselves start to like it, or they seem to say that it has an addictive personality or you know quality to it, even though it might not. Then they're like, "Oh, we have to jump on this before it gets out of hand." So, I'm not going mean, to say it's definitely um, kratom is addictive but i can see the addictive qualities how i feel right now uh it's very sharpened euphoric i feel phenomenal like i i I, it's like the first time you have your first cup of coffee at the age of nine you know what i'm talking about yeah well i remember my first first cup of coffee it was all right i was like this just tastes like warm bean juice i got really energetic and then i had to shit about 10 minutes later so bs that continues. I still drink a cup of coffee every day and I still feel that same I was, way. <laughs> I was just Connery, do you drink a cup of coffee every day? Um, I actually, I had my first cup of coffee today, um, in about two weeks. So I've been dying off of the caffeine, um, side of things because, uh, with going to the gym every day, um, I've, I've wanted to find, I feel like I've had this giant fall off from even wanting to go to the gym because, I, I had that need of the only way I'd get off my ass is to take a bunch of pre-workout. And now I've been finding enjoyment, just not having anything in my system other than a bunch of water. And, you know, now well, you're better than me. <laughs> you're better than me. That's for sure. Dude, I'm two I years mean, into this. I love it. I have like probably 140 milligrams of caffeine a day, which easily is like 90 90 milligrams of caffeine, I think, is like the average cup of coffee. Like, just like plain black yeah. coffee. Um, I, I have about 140 milligrams did, a day. Don't they Six say you shouldn't really go over 300 milligrams of caffeine a day? And most people are doing like 1,200. Well, to be fair, a lot of our fellow fair. gym head, to be fair, gym heads out there, um, pre-workout has a lot of caffeine in it. And you're taking scoops on scoops and then crushing a bang with it and you feel your heart beating out of your chest. Yeah, I think you're over your limit. Yeah, caffeine is like anything that affects the way you see the world or the way you perceive things is a drug. Yeah. Uh, And caffeine is one of those. Um, Those sugar, right? It's technically a performance enhancing drug if you think about it. But neither here nor there. I mean, caffeine is thereby probably one of the most commonly abused substances in the world right behind sugar yeah i can i can see that when i worked at starbucks we would do um the 10 shot on ice so we would have oh, 10 shots God, of espresso on ice sick bastard dude we drink that with a little bit of sweetener and a little bit of cream we would drink that on ice throughout the day and there was times i did two of those in a day and i can just the heartburn i remember was excruciating but i don't recommend that funny because my sister is like the general manager of a starbucks and she can tell you like every freaking mixture under the sun and she's probably listening to you right now going like oh yeah i drink that every day yeah um if she's listening right now is she listening right yeah 
H. Um, Lou lobs. Oh, what's up? Um, Twelve blonde espresso shots. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> I hate. I hated blonde, but blonde coffee actually has more caffeine than dark roast. Because the longer the you roast it, yeah, the longer you roast it, the caffeine content goes down. You get more flavor out of it with a darker. I like dark coffee. I agree. Darker the better. Yeah. Once you go black coffee, you don't really go back. Um, what was I saying? Man, I am hopped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, not Mountain Dew on Kratom. When, when, when I worked at Starbucks, I worked there for... It was actually one of my favorite jobs I've ever worked is working at Starbucks. I If I could survive and make a good living uh, from working at Starbucks, I would go back in a heartbeat. I loved I it. I mean, you just have to be the general manager. I mean, she yeah. raises a whole family and has a house. She makes a killing. I'm proud of her. Go to don't make me re say that, Hannah. Go to Europe, go to Europe, yeah. Or tell go, me about or, go corporate. What do you mean? You can just work in a you know a coffee shop and then run for Congress. That's America, bro. You can do marketing, I'm sure marketing is easy there, and everybody already knows who Starbucks is. Yeah, the chaotic <laughs> in the chat, he was like, My wife worked at Starbucks for years. The amount of ca- uh, coffee or Caffeine she down in a day is insane. It, it is definitely not healthy. That's probably why I enjoyed it so much. And then you're addicted to go to work because you're addicted to the caffeine. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. We made no, up a they whole... get you because when you don't drink a cup of coffee, you're crying and peeling your eyes out and your skin is burning and you want having to a die. mental breakdown. How they get you is saying, "Hey, we have a pretty la- we have a pretty laxed work environment, but in order to train you, you have to know what everything tastes like." So the first day you go in there, you sit down with the GM, and we did it. We had coffee samplings of every single bean and every single tea, and I just remember thinking to myself, "I am hopped up. I'm sweating through my shirt because I'm just juiced on caffeine." And she was like, "Well, this is every day. You get free food. You get a free bag of coffee every week." It was great. People were buying like, I don't think you're allowed to say that out loud, but yeah, I would sell it for like $5 under what you could buy a bag of beans for and just sell it to family and friends. And then work there anymore. Fuck it. Yeah, true. True. Fuck them. And you know, fuck Starbucks for not allowing them to unionize. You guys see all that shit? Wow. Yeah. Where the whole team walked out. Yeah. I was working on my coffee mastery to get the black apron when I was in it. I was even going to go to college off of Starbucks dime back in the day. And then I found the so car is it, business. Is it frowned upon to make coffee whilst wearing a black apron if you haven't achieved the status of coffee master? So the Just black apron <laughs> the black apron is for people that actually you have to travel and they train you and you you have to you, basically you blind taste test, you know everything that goes into the manufacturing, the different plants around the world, um, all the different layers of coffee and all that shit. And they send you to Colombia, that'd be pretty lit. Yeah, yeah, you go into the Colombian mine with the, all the kids, and you pick beans till your fingers bleed. Jesus and, uh... Christ! <laughs> no, so but for real, you know, if I come over and someone who worked at Starbucks, you know, like they're a guest in my home, and I make them a cup of coffee while wearing a black apron, is that like disrespectful to their culture? Plus, you know your shit. Or... What happens if you just whip out like all this knowledge and like you know what? You deserve that black apron, sir. I whip it out, and I've got. I'm like, all right, I've got great value Colombian roast. <laughs> great value Colombian roast. <laughs> uh, this espresso machine from Walmart. I remember uh, back in the day when I lived in Ohio, the Amish had a bent dent, and you could go oh in there. Oh, my God. You could buy the, 
bags of coffee beans that were like a day or two expired and they're still still fresh you could buy the five pound bags of it maybe it was heavier than that i don't lie to yourself that shit was like two months expired i've been there with you who cares it's coffee beans man and you buy a lot of it like two dollars that wasn't even the worst thing they had like bags of chips that were months expired and shit and like yeah it was cheap like you're buying like a bag of chips for like 75 cents and it's a big bag of party chips not even but like oh god so here's the thing though coffee doesn't really go bad like it doesn't it it doesn't grow mold though no i mean it it doesn't rot it doesn't grow mold like it won't make you sick it's just it might not taste that great so like dude here's the thing about it right so even if you buy them and you don't want to drink the coffee that you make with the beans bro drop them in some chocolate and make some chocolate covered coffee beans you get the caffeine they taste good you're good to go i do love chocolate covered beans chocolate covered peanuts you dip anything in chocolate and i'll put it in my mouth bro stop stop you're giving me ideas over here um <clears throat> don't tempt me with a good time but anyways so have you guys we're talking coffee and i saw this actually the other day have you guys ever seen that coffee that's like kopai or whatever where it's like from it's like an asian country yeah, it's got the little fish on it i think so mm-hmm. uh, but it's like digested coffee beans and cherries that are eaten by like this animal the palm the monkey or whatever not a monkey it's almost oh, like yeah a and then they poop mar- it yeah, and they poop it, and then they, they collect it. it, and you're, you're eating shit beans, or you're <laughs> drinking shit beans. No. <laughs> I could. What do they if call someone... it? Is it is it like the Italian word for shit for shit beans? And we're just like, oh, 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 oh. wee wee wee. What is it called though? What's the, the coffee called? Kopi Luqua. You look it up. I am. I'm looking at K O P I Luqua. Luqua. It's weird. It's weird, bro. Got it. Lukewarm. Lugua stands for booty hole coffee. <laughs> um, speaking of booty hole, did you guys see the giant fucking sinkhole that just opened up? Where? Uh, so an enormous sinkhole the size that could swallow the fucking White House opened up in Chile. What? It's a spicy hole. Yeah. Deep? It's, uh, a spicy, it's a spicy hole. <laughs> it's a spicy hole. So the, and, and I'm reading off of the ar- article here, but it starts the gaping. A uh, hundred and four foot wide sinkhole appeared Saturday, July thirtieth. So I guess it was a little, a little longer ago, in a rural area outside of the town of T- uh, Tierra Amarilla, um, about five hundred miles north of the capital city Santiago. Uh, in, co- in comparison, the White House measures about eighty-five feet uh, or twenty-six meters wide. The hole appears to be about six hundred and fifty-six feet deep, with a reservoir of water sloshing around at the bottom. The hole opened up on the site of the Alcaparosa copper mine. I don't. I think I, the way I said that it sounded right. Um, <laughs> Whatever. You, what helps you sleep at night, Connery? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so apparently, there's copper mining. Uh, the Canadian company that owns the mine in Chile uh, says no injuries or damage has been reported, other than a big ass fucking hole. But uh, yes, and if you don't know what a sinkhole is, it's basically you have a pocket of air and or water underneath the ground and the water starts eroding away. The hole gets bigger and bigger until it can't support um, Earth above the, it. the surface and it collapses in on itself. It's the sinkholes are super, super prevalent in uh, Florida, even since we're all over the world. It happened Wait. in Kentucky in the Corvette Museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. That we was huge. About that. Um, 
Wait, so this sinkhole, is it all water at the bottom? Like, is it just water? I don't know. All I see is a giant black hole on Earth. Like, gotcha. uh, there's no really if, good photos. I wonder if anyone has, like, repelled down that. I'd do that. I'd, it's probably I'd not sturdy or safe right now. But here's, you... here's the thing. You extend out a crane, and then you go straight down the middle as opposed to going, off, like, off of the off the side because, obviously, the thought of the earth collapsing in from the outer ring but if it's how wide did you say it was connery uh 656 oh no that's depth uh 104 foot wide yeah so you're you can extend out a crane and go down the middle relatively safely as long as you don't get too close to the bottom i would think because the it's probably not a lot of rocks since it's corroding i i don't know i don't know I mean, other than the fact, and and if you haven't seen the photo of this hole, it is it is fucking perfect. It is a circle. It, it's not no sh- rough edges. It is a fucking. It's a circle. It, it looks looks like. Does a black it have head. like length or width or anything? Like, is it like you know two hundred feet? Oh, it's hundred four by... foot wide, and then six hundred and fifty six feet deep. Two hundred so meters. Well over an acre. Yeah. Of of, a, of a hole. Chili. Chile, Chile, Chile. I love you, Chile. Atacama Desert. Is that the what? one you're looking at? Uh, Atacama Desert. No, no. Maybe. They must have a lot of holes. Eighty-two feet in diameter, six hundred fifty feet in depth. Yeah. Maybe there's another big one. I mean, it, it sounds like Chile is a hot spot. I mean, it's right there on, um, you know, what is Are it? You a saying volcanic the... line. Are you saying the Sir uh Germain or whatever it was that Saint Germain? No, we're looking at the same one. Oh, okay. It looks like we just got a hold of it a little bit late. Like this happened back in early August, like the ninth of August, I think. Sinkholes are kinda they've always been happening, right? Or is it, it's definitely become more popular as mining and wells running dry and things like that. I would imagine they're becoming more and more prevalent, right? Yeah. Here's my no, thing. I, though. It just looks like the U S news didn't ca- catch on until recently. There's other things. Like going we on. were sinkholes are pre- prevalent, but like as a kid, we never really like, I felt like talked about sinkholes really like everything that always scared me that isn't prevalent at all in today's life is like quicksand, quicksand. Yeah. Why the fuck? Did they tell us about that shit? It's like, oh, it's terrifying. It's traumatizing. You could die. And it's like, when the fuck am I going to encounter this? What's what's even better yet is I learned they taught you how to survive if you fall into a quicksand. Yeah, I learned I learned I learned how to get on get out of quicksand before I learned how to write a check. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Sorry, um, we don't use checks anymore. Doesn't yeah. Matter. What's a check? Um, No, there are dude. There are people who don't know. That's a real thing. People don't know what a checkbook is. I want you to think about that for a second. There are people that exist on this earth who are adults who do not know what a checkbook is. Yeah, but then there's also this that happened today. We're cleaning out the garage, right? All my dad's shit. And I found a bunch of VHS tapes going through them, you know, seeing which ones to keep, like my dad's wedding and all this stuff. My neighbor comes over and she's younger and she's like, what's a VHS? And I literally wanted to just open hand slap the shit out of her. Wait, I had to uh, hold back. Tina? Yeah, didn't know what a VHS was. That's crazy. Blows my mind. Because she's how old? I mean, she's in high school now. So, I mean, she was right. well after 2000 when she was born. I'm kind of on the same foot as this one TikTok I saw where this kid's like, 
all millennials do is bitch about shit that we don't know about. Like, it's not my fault you're a grandpa. And I'm like, God damn. Guys are, they're rough. You were born in the 1900s? 19? <laughs> you born in the 19? <laughs> Your birthday starts with a 19? It's funny. You go to no. grab beer now, and they just see 19. They're like, I don't need to see anymore. I was like, I know. Doesn't Wait, upset what? you? Well, think That's about real? it. It's, 20, it's 2022, my guy. So yeah. you're looking at ID. If it's in a 19, you're legal. Dude, I still get ID'd even though I go to the same place. You do look 12, though, so that's fair. That's Not fair. Really. Okay. I mean, really. I, I, have a, I have a beard, but yeah. You, but you, here's the thing, though, Logan. You hate on that now, but as you get older, you're going you're gonna to mature and age better than me and Connery. I got mistaken for 40 yesterday. Oh. Yeah, that's... that fucking hurt me. I was like, and yeah. now I'm going to shave my beard. You don't look 40. No, I don't. I don't. I don't look. I, it was an insult. You I was don't. like, you well, bitch. Well, how, how old was the person, though? In, in their 40s. Oh. They said, oh, like, like our age. And I was like, excuse like, me, bitch. Like, excuse me? When you say 40s, like... Early 40s. Like, Early. A, like a good 40 or like a... Yeah, like she looked good for 42. Fun, she looked like shit fun, for 22. I was going to say you had a fun childhood 40 or like you, you know... Smoke six packs of did, cigarettes did, a day 40. Yeah. Ooh, those are two different things. Yes. No, but she... Either way. She looked good for like 42 or 43. Looked like shit for 22, but you know, it is what it is. Speaking of things that we were taught as children, mm -hmm. there's all these movies about disasters and shit. Right. And if you thought something was going to happen in California, like a disaster, what, what would you think was going to happen? San Andreas fault. Yeah. The, it just Fucking snaps separation. Off the rest of the country. They can just yeah. take California. It just floats out into the water. That's fine. So. Here's the thing about that. All right. So I'm looking, I, I was looking for stuff to talk about today with you guys. And I had something come up. Um, and it was this article about a mega flood coming to California. And I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. It it's supposed to be an earthquake or the entire state is supposed to go into the ocean. You're fucking this up for me. My childhood is ruined. But apparently they're saying that it won't be a drought. It won't be an earthquake. It'll be a flood. How funny and ironic would that be? It's like, we don't have enough water. What are we going to do? Oh, we're going to die from water. Here you go. Just take <laughs> Do you think it's going to be a flood that happens from the ocean or a inland flood that slopes into California? I mean. So they're talking about essentially like, you know, the, the thousand year flash flood events that happened over the summer in St. Louis and Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be the entire state of California just like that. It'll be just flash flooding. When was the last time they had a, a, a torrential downpour like that, though? Like, it's I a desert know. for the most part. I don't know. So, but, they're, but they're saying that the lowlands would turn into a, basically an inland sea. And they're yeah. expecting it to happen like every just, 25 to 50 years going They forward. just turn it into a tourist trap. It's fine. Oh. I mean, it's so essentially atmospheric rivers that are naturally occurring are just going to flood and mm. all of the runoff from the mountains is going to cause massive floods. So one, I have one question, two questions. One, where did you find this article article? And two, um, did Al Gore write it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that you say this because this is from CNN. Of course. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, so it's a legitimate article. 
they have the facts to back it. They say experts, so they have to know what they're talking about. Um, yeah, but anyways, I mean, <laughs> what they're talking about is Los Angeles, Orange County, and they're expecting this mega flood to be five times the cost of Hurricane Katrina, which is currently what? the costliest disaster in the U.S. history. That hurricane right there made a lot of insurance companies go under a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing, though. You know that as far as property and casualty are concerned, and this may apply to accident life and health as well, if it's a considered to be a um, catastrophe, it's supposed to be taken on by the federal government as opposed to private insurance companies. So if you have like a flood or a hurricane or a tornado, those are considered catastrophes. Mm-hmm, but right. I think that it they that may not be considered a catastrophe until the point where it, I think it's about how many people are affected. It's also um, like Cat 5 hurricanes. A Category 5 hurricane would be a federal level assistance. Um, yeah. Like Hurricane Michael, the, 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 there were similar uh, circumstances on um, uh, Mexico Beach in uh, Panama City when Hurricane Michael hit. It was a terrifying storm. So are, are they going to name this torrential downpour? No. Like, I mean, and, Flood and Jasmine flooded all of the California. They're saying basically that they know it's happened before and it's going to happen again. And there's been, over the last 150 years, a series of just atmospheric rivers drenching the golden state and that has caused some of the most exceptional floods in history i got the name the golden shower (laughs) (laughs) so like Uh, san joaquin and sacramento valleys like those two valleys it's going to basically be temporary temporary but a sea like it will be the ocean basically at that point so they have to deal with massive wildfires a massive flood eventually and um drought normally drought and the possibility of the san andreas just breaking them off from the rest of the world that and excessive amounts of human feces on the street i just don't want to go to california at this point (laughs) well you guys know that this wouldn't be the first time they had massive flooding like that in california oh yeah i mean when was the last time do you have that pulled up 1861 to 62 it was 30 feet of water for weeks oh yeah the gold rush 30 feet 30 feet. And it didn't have anything to do with infrastructure. It had everything to do with just torrential downpours and all of the rivers. Like, if you look at a map of California, they have a lot of water sources flowing north to south. Right. Hmm. Just, I don't know if that's just the nature of the landscape or... I'm not saying it on like a a disaster level, but they could definitely use some rain. I mean, you guys have started seeing all of the, the rivers and lakes that have just basically dried out, right? Well, look at Lake yeah. Mead. Lake, yeah, Lake Mead is basically gone. Is, yeah, that's ridiculous how low that is. So, I mean, just take the water from that and fill that bitch up. I mean, think about all the mountains that they have, too, there. Like, it wouldn't even have to be rain. It could literally just be a shit ton of snow, and then summer comes around, and then you have you know, <laughs> 15, 15 feet of snow. Y'all are making me super excited for my California work trip in November. I hope so. And you know what? I hope it rains. <laughs> go to lake tahoe buddy i hope you have a great trip bud go see the redwoods in northern california um do some hiking while you're out there if you can get outside while you still can because i know it's huge i don't know where you're going but 
you could probably drive a few hours even though you don't want to and see something that you'd never be able to see again. You could start the YouTube business and TikTok business where you go up to homeless people and just record them without their permission and give them $5 to make them feel good and then start True. making money off of that. That's a oh, business yeah. idea. Or record your hike. That's very original, option, Colin, but... <laughs> or Connery. I like it. Very original. It's all over my TikTok. I don't know why. It's just you're in the algorithm. You liked one of them and now you're fucked. Well, there is this one guy who like crowdfunded for this real old sweetheart uh, to get an apartment. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. And I liked it. And then there was another one where this guy goes down to Mexico and save dog food dogs, you know, dogs that are yeah. going to be turned into food and rescues them. I feel good stuff, you know. Um, but now you're just getting jackasses. Oh, yeah. All over the place. Just they go up. They're like, is there anything I can get for you today? And he's like, I'll take some food. And he's like, all I've got is this GoPro. And, uh, yeah, you know, that type of shit. Go take that and pawn it for maybe some crack. Uh, did Uh, you guys hear about Kim? Yeah. Mm. Kim who? Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-il? Kim Jong-sung? Kim Kardashian? Yeah, Kim Kardashian? (laughs) What? Kim who? Kim Nokos. Who the fuck is that? (laughs) Uh, she's a time traveler from the year 2090. Shut up. Do we have another one? I love this shit. Hold on. I need more info. The reason why I brought Kim up is because Logan was talking about the natural disasters, crazy disasters, stuff like that. She is predicting something or not predicting. She's saying this is going to happen. Now, she said this August 11th. Uh, so what, just a few days ago, uh, she says, warning everyone. I'm a time traveler from the year 2090 on August 14th, 2022. The worst hurricane in history hit South Carolina. This will be the first ever category Six hurricanes with wind speeds over 250 miles an hour, known as the first one. It causes billions in damage and many people will lose their lives. Be safe, everyone. And it is August 12th as we're recording. So, Wait, it's supposed to happen on August 12th? No, it's supposed to happen on the 14th. However, I've, I'm all over NOAA. Um, N-O, no, that sounded dirty. NOAA. The, yeah, National Oceanic uh, Atmosphere. Is there anything showing anything? No. No, there's something in the golf right now, but it's not going anywhere. So she's full of shit. You know, imagine, though, she got it right. We'd have a real Nostradamus effect going on here, you know, like if she was right, though, do you think people would start worshiping her her or trying to I wouldn't say worship, but I feel like there would be a lot more questions asked and it would be more like, okay, you have to predict another thing for us to really believe it. What's the Mega Millions? Well, she missed out because the fucking one. Did you see that? The guy won. It was like one point four billion dollars. And then the IRS took out majority of it. He walked away with like four hundred thousand or four hundred million. Oh, poor thing. Poor thing. I know. But still, like, that's a lot of money to take away from a a lottery win. And honestly, on the topic of the IRS, um, did you guys see that they're hiring eighty seven thousand new IRS agents? Is there a reason? You know, I, I was trying to dig into it, and I mean, the biggest thing is cracking down on, like, tax fraud and people using, like, the wrong tax exemptions and, st- and stuff. So pretty much the government trying to screw and really squeeze the middle class, um, uh, as usual. Um, but they, yeah, they are, they're, and the worst part, this is what pisses me off more, they're not just hiring 87,000 of them, they're arming them, too. So now the IRS has a, an army, theoretically, of 87,000 agents that are armed like i it's just some things just not adding up here that does not make sense at all so they're gonna give eighty-seven thousand people guns 
and say, I don't hey. know exactly how many are going to get it, but they said armed. And when you see armed, that means like weapon. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know if that's 100% true or not. I've seen some, you know, places that are saying that it is true, some people saying it's false. So I mean, it just really depends. The main mm-hmm. reason is why is the ARS hiring or increasing increasing their budget in general? Here's the thing, right? So one thing that you have to understand too though is that one of the reasons supposedly that they're hiring it is because their audits have decreased. Right. And it's mostly on those who have a pro or have an annual income of over a million dollars that are getting through with these tax loopholes. Right. And because their audits have decreased by 44%, essentially what that means is they're catching less people. So when you do, when you do something wrong, they audit you. So audit means I did something wrong. It could be an innocent mistake. Like I accidentally filed my taxes wrong. I didn't include this document or that document or this asset or that asset or it could be something like i purposefully misrepresented my with or my holdings and my withholdings and that is in an effort to keep more of my money in taxes and they're saying that the group that they're targeting is those who make an annual income of higher than a million dollars. So they when say, you say, but when you say they're squeezing the middle class, part of me wonders is if all of the education that has been shared through, we've talked about the internet and social media before, all of the information that has been shared by those who are in the upper class about how to quote unquote game the system, that they're providing this information to the middle class. I think that's why they're now choking down is because people who do have that kind of money are saying, here's how to do it. And they're like, the IRS is scrambling, like, we're not getting any audits. Clearly that they've found a way to game the system. We need to crack. Right. Which, I mean, that makes sense. But are they going to really use that? Like they say, I mean, it's still just another government organization, but I guess I'm reading some more things. So here's some more on to it, too. So it's pretty much a bill that's being passed and it's going to be tens of billions of dollars. The bill would be going towards hiring 87,000 new Internal Revenue Service members or agents. Um, and Kamala, Vice President Kamala Harris is casting the tie-breaking vote and heads to the House this week for it. You so know what I'm it just is? Gonna pass it. Um, I know what it is. It's the um, it's related to the Inflation Reduction Act that just mm-hmm. passed the House Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it just passed. It's passed the Senate. It's already passed the House. It's going to the President. But anyways, House then Senate. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, total revenue raised of seven hundred and thirty-seven billion dollars, and part of it is IRS tax enforcement. But the Inflation Reduction Act, there's like eight points here that it's making. One of them is to protect families and small businesses making less than four hundred thousand dollars a year. Closes tax loopholes used by the wealthy, a 15% corporate tax minimum, a 1% fee on stock buybacks, and enhanced IRS enforcement, um, which I could definitely see some taxation without representation coming through mm-hmm. in a few of these. But uh, I mean, in my mind, taxation in general is theft, but, but I get yeah, that people you, are like, oh, it's it's your your percentage to live here in this country. You, you have pay to enough, motherfuckers. that 87,000 is not, they're not hiring 87,000 armed guards to go to people's houses. And oh, take yeah, I know. I know. They're but hiring still... auditors, yeah. customer service, IT workers, right. treasury department representatives. Like, it's not, 
an they're just, army of tax people that are going to come to your door and be like, you did not pay the queen your 30%. We will now take your home and all of your provisions. Um, I'm, I'm taking the dog, dumbass. <laughs> There's a lot of things that this is doing. Lowering energy bills, making historic climate investments, uh, lower health care costs. And this one didn't make sense to me. Uh, the first point is it expands Medicare benefits, free vaccines in 2023, $35 month insulin, and cap out of pocket drug costs to uh, an estimated $4,000 or less in 2024. I, wasn't there something about the Republican Party completely shutting down the lowered cost and cap cost of insulin? So I wonder if that's how they got it back into it is by putting it into this, saying, uh, hey, well... It's always a, a tit for tat thing with our fucking government. But I do have to say, the memes that are coming from this, uh, legendary, epic. Like my favorite one, it's like, I forgot to pay uh, to tip the waiter. And it like, has a bunch of IRS agents. It's like, come at me, Fed boy. <laughs> like, it's the, I mean, the memes are too much. I understand why, why you would feel the way you do about this whole situation paul but also like people who are low income and don't have assets their tax returns are basically automated right like they don't there are no loopholes for them because there's nothing for them to leave out when did I you mean, guys first start doing your taxes by yourself 16 18 i was like 21 21 yeah as as my I, mom always helped <laughs> as soon as i started making money over the table <laughs> but i mean it was it was also one of those things where Wait, you guys make W you guys you guys get W2s? Yeah. I got a W2 and it was just like plug and play basically at that time. TurboTax was a thing. TurboTax is supposed to be giving a lot of money back to people. And I say a lot because of a class action lawsuit, but it's not really that much. I think it's like a 80 something bucks to everyone that's used TurboTax in the past five years. Uh, I've used it every year for the past like five years. <laughs> Paul, you're and 27. <laughs> it's okay. Well, before that I did H and R block, but whatever. Yeah, I've used TurboTax since yeah, I was 18, basically. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I did H&R Block for a while because I'd just go in there and they'd do it for me. Um, but the thing is, is that people don't realize is usually when you go in there, it'll constantly ask you to use this updated system to get more money back, but it charges you. I, the intellect that I am, always go for the free option. Okay, it takes me a little longer, whatever, or I can file an extension and take a little time, but I'm never going to pay... TurboTax to do my taxes like they can they can they can fuck off oh Man. by the way i like to put this out here none of us are tax experts don't ever take any financial advice from any of us three even if we were professionals i wouldn't recommend it anyways we're need no, yeah agreed so put that out yeah true, Sorry about that. <laughs> no i mean it, but yeah that's my thing is like how what what loophole does someone that's middle class take when they lease their vehicle their home is mortgaged like it, what, <laughs> what loophole is there for them to take to pay less taxes you know what no I mean? taxes that would be the loophole <laughs> i mean <laughs> no taxes well, I An anarchy people, i wonder how many people this year aren't going to even pay taxes because of everything that's happened let me let me ask you this though like what in in reality, like in in all reality, it would never happen because no one could get on that grand scale together. But if everyone just stopped paying taxes, mm -hmm. what could they do? If everyone stopped doing it, 
theoretically, uh, what could they, they do? They could stop providing you insurance coverage. They could. But that's a private. Stop... Di- that's a private company, though. Yeah, and you your can point. Still, there's companies that are going to stay open, even though if they, everyone stopped, guarantee. Can it. they? Can they put liens on your home? I doubt it. Wait, what's that thing where um, it's always single dads that always seem to get it, um, but their paycheck automatically gets reducted? Oh, deducted. it's a you know, garnished wage. Yeah, garnish. garnished wages. Yeah, know, they probably could do that. But but do you know why insurance companies are required to to a certain degree? Lobbyists. Yeah. No. Well, yes, but also. Because <laughs> well, no, but yes. You have to have so, like, if we're talking about cars, right? You have to have at minimum liability insurance so that if you hurt someone else or damage their property, you are they are covered up to a certain amount, right? You have to carry each state has a minimum liability that you have to carry. And if you don't have liability insurance, you can't register your car. If your car is already registered and you don't have insurance on it, they'll find out that you don't have insurance coverage and they'll do one of a few things. They'll suspend your registration on the vehicle. They'll suspend right. your driver's license, or they'll cancel your registration, or they'll fine you a massive amount. Okay, let's say mm-hmm. there's no government, right? What's the reason to get insurance? There isn't one. Fuck them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just you, don't need, you don't need insurance. So if you have something damage your property, you're just fucked. Or you just do it. Yeah, you do it yourself. Yeah, you're just fucked. Good old homeowner oh, working you're, on you're Literally, house. you're just fucked. I mean, that's what are you going to do? Do you yeah. have $400,000? Because. Oh, I mean, I that's for that like many. a full loss. I don't. Yeah, a total loss. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? I, I mean, imagine. what do you do? What? Let me ask you this. If you have a total loss on your only only means of transportation right now, do you have the means to go out and buy a new vehicle? Well, I consider myself lucky because I have not just a backup, but a backup backup. Right. So right. a tree falls on all three. Are you within what your you means do? to go get another vehicle? I have a bicycle and I live close enough to ride my bike to work. <laughs> Right, but you don't. But let's say that's true for the average person. How does that work out in the infrastructure if everyone's riding bikes because all their cars got totaled um, and they couldn't get a new car? That, that was, not, not everyone's car would get totaled, though. It definitely came to mind. after. Remember when we were talking about the line? So when we first did our first live episode, it was episode yes. 31, we talked about the line. And then the next episode, we were talking about self-driving vehicles, the AI and all this yeah. other stuff that can play a part into it. Why the fuck are we still building cities and not putting money towards infrastructure that makes it so cars don't need to be a thing. Um, tell me about it. I've talked about this many times. It's because the United States, uh, we were built wide, right? We're built long. Our infrastructure is built around automobiles because the automotive industry was booming when it first took off in that sense, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s and lobbyists then put a lot of money towards building not just our cities, but our roads around vehicles and automobiles, unlike Europe where they have trains and buses. Um, Do I think it's stupid? Yeah. But do I think Americans love their cars? Yeah. So that's why it's like one of those like you catch 2020 things. You literally like last week were saying you would never give up your gas automobile. I wouldn't. I would never give it up. I love my car. That's what I'm saying. As Americans... But what's the alternative if there's no laws regarding the speed limit? Nobody to reinforce those to enforce those laws. I'm fucking flying, bro. Autobahn. But what I'm saying is, do the chances of a loss on your part go up or down with a absolutely lack of, with a lack of laws or those to enforce them? Absolutely, that's a risk that you have to take. Some right. of you may die, but that is a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like all it takes is for one reckless person 
who could have been stopped to destroy your shit and then you have nothing and no way I mean, to replace it. The same thing still happens today. I mean, you have a drunk driver gets in an accident. We have a means to stop and it didn't happen. He still kills a family of five. Like, yeah, even absolutely. though we have the safety nets, things but get through. It's not in, perfect. In it's not a perfect society. Loss of life. There's no amount of money that accounts exactly. for that. Right? Exactly. I agree 100%. But what if we're talking about a situation where a drunk driver hits your vehicle and you have no coverage whatsoever? That person made a stupid mistake. They destroyed your vehicle. They destroyed their vehicle. Now what? There's always, like I said, there's always, there's always a difference. What happens if it's a drunk driver? He had no insurance, and you have just liability. It's the same thing. You, you were just not doing this. Ins- if you have liability insurance, doesn't you cover your car. You have the required uninsured motorist bodily injury, which is when someone injures yourself or your passengers, and the other driver doesn't have insurance. But or not you your have car. Your, or you have your uninsured motorist property damage, mm-hmm. which protects your vehicle and your property within that vehicle in the case that someone without insurance hits your vehicle. But here's the thing. It doesn't always cover it. My father had liability in his car. The person that totaled his Aurora did not have insurance. He got injured, and his insurance company did nothing, dude. Did he have uninsured motorist bodily injury coverage, which is a liability coverage? I don't know. He had the bare minimum for the car because it was a fucking 95 Aurora. So, I mean, some people out there just get the bare minimum and don't realize that the insurance does nothing for you. It just does if you hit someone else. That you could pay 20 more dollars for the year to get that coverage? But you were making it seem like, you know, all that money was hard on some people, which $20 is expensive for a a lot of people in small families. So that $20 helped feed that family for that week. So I'm saying you have to think outside the box on it. Right. I mean, that's $1.66 a month. I mean, well, it still adds up for, you know, the lower to end, you know, low end, you know, class of America. As so, ex- I mean, exhilarating as talking about insurances. Um, right. I hate it. I hate insurance. I'm sorry. I know you work in it, Logan, but I think it's the biggest scam. I'm sorry. To each his own. Same with health insurance scam. No, I was just going to change topics. So, you know how like um, Walmart and um, Tesla and all these other major corporations are starting to work on communities? Like their employees live and are yeah. close by to work, and they just that doesn't like that Google. Seem... Google yeah. does it too, right? Well, kind of. I mean, because my it... buddy Tommy just got a job for Google, and they have like everything there, dude. Like a mall at Google. Yeah. Did you see um, the new uh, Resident Evil series that's on Netflix? I have not. There's a series for Resident Evil. It's set your expectations low, and don't think it's even related to the whole oh, raccoon city resident evil it, it's it's better if you keep that off of your mind it's a good series don't get me wrong it's seven eight episodes not bad so like anyways, seven out of ten you'd watch it again no, <laughs> <laughs> no. well cheers to ruining resident evil yeah, cheers um but no, I kind of, so they have this entire community that the, the, they've got schools, they've got shopping, they've got everyone's jobs, everyone that, you know, works in the city or works for uh, the company, you know, lives in this city and it's all governed, monitored and operated out of there. You know, it's, I, I, what there's, it's not socialistic. What is, um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a little weird, but the, that concept I kind of like where everything's within walking distance. I think 
if we designed a, a trial city, if you will, sort of like how um, Saudi Arabia is doing the line, I think it'd be cool for the United States to hop on board with something like that, where they can try to build a very condensed city where everything that you need is within walking distance. But financially, I, I it, would that be a gain for them? I don't down the road. Yeah, I could see that becoming a thing. But the problem is, is these mega corporations that have a complete control over everything is is becoming an issue. I mean, you look at look at Disney by the nuts. They got us by the nuts. Yeah. I mean, you got to look at, you know, even media. Media is owned by three companies. There's three major companies that own 95 percent of all media. We talked about that like 30 episodes ago. Um, You know, I can definitely see social media is a scam. They're profiting on our data. Yeah, damn right Stop it is. Using social media, as we're on social media right now. Yeah, well, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Pros it is. and cons to everything, right, guys? Yeah. Um, for our viewers, uh, definitely stick around. But guys, thank you so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can email us at drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com. You can also find us on all social media. Uh, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, you, if you want to join in on the live chat and be able to ask questions directly to us, you can also hop on Twitch. Uh, go ahead and check out our merch. We've got our Rebel, and uh, we've also got some new uh, merch coming on to Twitch. I've got a bunch of new uh, designs that we're going to be putting together. Everyone take a drink. Have a great night, day, midday, morning, whatever time you're listening oh, to. And everybody from last week, thank you for tuning in. Uh, the raffle was fun. It was at the end of it. So everyone that left early, that's why you didn't get shit. You didn't stay for the raffle. So sucks for you. You missed out. But we will be doing it again. It turned out really well. We had a lot of happy, uh, you know, listeners. We have some more stuff we got to send out. Um, so, you know, stay in tune. Buy stuff on Redbubble. And we will do that again. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. And we hope to see you next week. I hope that you guys have a good week coming up. And stay safe and healthy. What?